you can sue whoever the fuck you want to count this, that, and the third. But bitch, you're going to have to come out the White House eventually. You're going to have to come outside, bitch. Come outside. We're not going to jump you. Bring your ass. You're going to have to come outside, bitch. Oh my goodness, it is that time, y'all. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, aka So Happy It's Christmas. <laughs> y'all, I tried to surprise Doyen. It didn't work. <laughs> okay. Let me fade Mariah out. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to surprise Doyen. She knew what I was up to. <laughs> Funny enough, speaking of surprises, we were doing a photo shoot for my niece. And uh, this guy was surprising his fiance. And I was like, there's no way she could not know. Because they were been taking pictures and like she had a white dress on he had his suit on and they were playing with the drone and i'm like there's no way she could have known like why are you playing with the drone and then she walked up to like the stairwell and like her family and friends are there with like will you be mrs blah blah blah, blah. and so i turned to my suitor and i was like don't try that shit because i guess surprise is really easy <laughs> and then you go be hurt because i guessed it <laughs> Well, I do not want to be surprised proposed to. Well, I don't I don't care about the surprise, but do not propose to me in front of people. I don't want yeah. that because I may want to tell you no and you may make it <laughs> difficult for me to say no. So I have to say yes cuz your mama and them looking at me and then I got to turn around later on tonight and tell you no. So now everybody going to hate me. <laughs> like just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I don't like mind a, being a surprise, but don't do it yeah. in front of people. I would like an intimate proposal, just the two of us. Yes. And then after we go and party with the family. Yes. That would make me happy. Yes. That would make me very happy. But along with Will and Grace, I don't want it in the bed. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Grace. Grace and Nathan. Poor. <laughs> it was such a struggle. It was so such struggle. a struggle. One of my favorite episodes... Probably my favorite was when Jack found out who his dad was, but he was dead. And so yeah. Nathan, Will, and Jack were in bed, and Grace walks in, and she's like, David, I turned another one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode. <laughs> Will and Grace is a treasure, let me tell you. Papa, do you hear me? <laughs> Papa. <laughs> but I loved him, but you didn't know him. But I, but loved, I loved him. him. Tell everybody what you are drinking and what's been going on with you. Um, everybody would be happy to know I finally watched the Great Pumpkin Underground <gasps> movie. Yay! <laughs> oh, we as a family. Watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh, girl is an asshole. They need to leave Charlie alone. Uh, Pigpen needs a fucking bath. I'm like, why don't they bully Pigpen? But my friends are like, because Pigpen can throw hands. 
And so they bully Charlie because they can, because he won't throw hands. Um. <laughs> I've had all of those feelings watching as a child. Like, that is a tradition between my mom and I. Like, we watch together. We watch all mm. the Charlie Brown holiday specials together. It's just a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good old Apple TV had it for me. And so that's how I watched it. So, yay. It's been watched. I'm glad. That's another thing you can check off on my list of movies I need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> Did you watch um the Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, I did. I have watched it before, but I didn't watch it this season. Oh, okay. So that was one that. Okay, okay. I didn't know whether yeah. you had seen it or not. No, I like the one with um old girl. I keep forgetting her name. What the version? Laverne Cox. Oh, I like the one that version. we watched. We didn't watch it together. Oh, you're talking about Rocky Horror. Okay, okay. I the, I yeah. thought you were talking about the movie that we did watch because she was in it. <laughs> so that's was like the one that the movie we oh, watched. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. my sister texted me and she was like, I watched Bad Hair and I want two hours of my life back. <laughs> I mean, I did not hate it. So guys, if you haven't watched Bad Hair, please do. Um, I think, I, and I said this in the group chat, I think that I like the fact that the movie exists more so than I like the actual movie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so happy to see us get to do these kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, to do these kinds of campy, uh, definitely cult classic type films. Mm-hmm. It was so cheesy. It was so campy. It was mm-hmm. horror, but it was campy and I loved it. And I'm so <laughs> glad we get the chance to do these. Yeah. <laughs> I so, just, yeah. I cracked up at it for most of the movies. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't I didn't like the movie, but I liked watching the movie. <laughs> Her weave was that bitch. I mean, sometimes the weave got out of control, but it was still that bitch. I mean, when she was popping like all that aspirin for the first time she got that weave, I listen, my first time getting a sew in, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. When they were like doing it, I was like, I feel seen as a tender headed person. Yeah, they never passed out. It wasn't yeah. as bad as they looked, but it feels that bad because I'm so tender headed. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as what I'm drinking, I am drinking uh, a fancy whiskey sour. A la my friend Amina, who sends me the cool um, recipes. <laughs> okay. So, what makes it fancy? Well, it looks eggnoggy. It has an egg white in it to make okay. it foam. Okay. And then um, it had maple syrup and lemon and whiskey. Okay. Sounds yeah. fun. Um, it's pretty fun. Well, tonight I am drinking. So remember I said that <laughs> week said it's my turn to be producer. I'm going to just drink something softer so mm. I don't get so tipsy. While I'm trying to read. Well, I'm here mm. to report that I lied. <laughs> <laughs> so the lady at the liquor store, which y'all know I hate. Y'all know I hate when they do this because don't be acting like I'm familiar. And I come in y'all the time. <laughs> but as soon as I walked in, she was like, oh, I got something for you to try. <laughs> I, was, I thought to myself, bitch, you wasn't holding this just for me. <laughs> 
And so she was like, um, she said, I noticed you bought, I mean, why are you remembering what I bought? So I tried this, it, I mean, it was pretty good. It's not nasty. I'm not going to call it nasty. But I tried this blood orange wine and it was more of a wine cooler, but it was kind of strong actually. But I love blood orange. So I bought it the last time I was in there. And she's like, I noticed you bought that. I meant to tell you to try the effing vodka blood orange flavor. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'll try it, you know, because I do love blood orange. So I don't think I've ever had effing vodka before now. I'm not a huge vodka drinker. I think one. you had the cucumber. Okay. I told her, I said, <laughs> I can't, I told her, I said, I can't remember if it was effing that I had of the cucumber, because I love cucumber. And mm-hmm. she said, if you loved it, it probably was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. As much as I loathe 50 Cent, effing vodka is pretty damn good. It is it is nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. So she told me to try it straight, which I did. And it's pretty smooth. I mean, you really could drink it straight with just some ice. Mm-hmm. But my acid reflux doesn't like when I do that. So, <laughs> of course, you know, I had to add... <laughs> <laughs> a little fist <laughs> so I added just a little club soda I mean there's definitely more vodka in this glass than club soda so a little club soda just mm-hmm. to kind of help and it is so good I strongly urge you all like if you like vodka if you haven't tried effing try it I know y'all love some I know the hood loves Ciroc I know they do but see mm-hmm. Ciroc has a tendency to be a little syrupy for me Mm-hmm. I do love the coconut Ciroc, but like that peach, what everybody loves, it's a little too syrupy for me. This is really good. This is really yeah. good. So I'm going to talk about what brought me joy later because it is tied to one of our topics, but I will tell you something that I did this past week. I cooked shrimp and grits. Give it up. Yes. Give it up. Give it up. Um, And in doing that, I came to the conclusion that I do not like grits. I knew I didn't like grits, but grits is one of the only two foods that I say I don't like and never tried. Chitlins will be the other thing. So I was like, I don't like grits. What do you not like about grits? Doyen, I cannot tell you what it is. I I honestly can't because in my mind, I thought it was going to be a texture thing. But, Mm -hmm. um... A friend of the show, Shonda, taught me through how to cook them and get them. And they were so creamy. They really were. When I tasted them while they were cooking, it was still a little grit. There, I was like, oh, this is going to be a texture issue. Mm-hmm. But after after I was done, I added plenty of butter. I added, uh, of course, a little salt and pepper. Added cream cheese, heavy whipping cream. I added some smoked Gouda. All the things. They were so creamy. Like, there was no grit there. And then, of course, I did my shrimp and everything. I did a shrimp, a, I never say it right, a dooley sausage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say just shrimp and sausage, uh, bell peppers, onions, garlic, that sort of mixture in a, in a pan and put it on top with some nice chives and everything. It was so good. And I could not wrap my mind around the fact that this is shrimp. I mean, this is grits. Like, I couldn't... So, anyway, 
I did not eat any more of those grits. And I made some mashed potatoes to eat the rest <laughs> of the mixture with. And it was fucking delicious. So I don't, I mean, I really don't know. I, part of it maybe was the smell. I didn't like the smell of the grits. But even that went away once it was done. Once it was in my bowl. I mean, I really did. I have no idea. I just couldn't get past the fact that I am eating grits. So, I still don't like grits. That's disappointing, but, you know, we all have our things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just proud of me for trying it because yeah, it has taken me all my life. <laughs> People have tried to get me to try grits, and I'm like, no, no. Mm. So See, I have leveled up from grits to polenta, which is grittier than grits. <laughs> no. Because that's what I like. And I, and I used to love cream of wheat. Like, I just like warm breakfast cereal. And see, I don't really, I don't like grits. I don't like oatmeal. I don't like, you know, I just, porridge, or porridge is kind of the same as grits. But yeah. I just, I, I don't. And I tried, okay. but, you know. It's okay. It's okay. I made delicious mashed potatoes. My mashed potatoes are a dream. They are wonderful. I started to do just some rice and put it on top of some rice, but I was like, nope. I got these potatoes. I need to hurry up and use them. So that's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not going to love me over grits? <laughs> Make it past this. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we need counseling like Joan and Tony. <laughs> I'm in the seventh episode of that show and it's damn right like insufferable at this point. Like I'm just like I just don't understand like Joan and Tony actually make me feel better about um Issa and Molly. I knew it. I knew that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> And then it was weird because they had that one episode that was like the pilot of the game in the show. And I'm like, why are we being forced to watch this shit? <laughs> I remember you saying that on something else. And I just, I don't, re I don't remember yeah, they that. Really I don't remember that episode. they forced pilot in. Like, basically, they're like, so, and then Netflix is talking about the Malisha universe. But for the second, Joan's cousin was Melanie. And so right. Joan meets up with Melanie. And then the rest of the episode is the game. But it's not all the same people from the game. So um, Derwin's not the same person. And um, the one that's married to Jason's not the same person. But then, you know, Wendy Raquel and whoever played um, her son, they're all the same people. But I'm just like, how are you going to force a whole pilot episode on me in, in the middle of a show? Like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that, but I do remember that the only reason why I would watch the game from time to time, the original game, I never watched it when they rebooted it, but the only reason I would watch it is because it came on right after Girlfriends. So yeah. that was how I got introduced to it and why I would watch it from time to time. I was, I never was a big game fan, um, but I haven't made it that far. Um, I'm still on like season three or four. I haven't made it that far. And now, yeah. um, now what's the name of the show? The 
through this journey of discovery, me finding that you. Parker? Fi- Moesha? No, girl. Gotta ask me. Uh, <laughs> we can go do whatever we want. One and one? Is it you and me? Is that girl, the name of it? One and one? I thought one on one was Kayla Pratt, Kyla Pratt, and Flicks. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the one, a girl that kind of looks like the um, Mario twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm yeah. talking about. That's the show I'm talking about. That's on Netflix now, and so I have to. I love that show. I, I love that show too. I, I I should know the name of it because I love the show. One thing that I loved was like just how Tony never says Jabari's name right. Mm-hmm. On that show, Big Didi never called that girl by her name. She always called her some type of dessert. Like she <laughs> would call her Cocoa Puff or Cupcake or <laughs> Sweet Tart. Like she never called her by her name. <laughs> so Netflix is like the entire Moesha universe is available on Netflix right now. So Melanie is Joan's cousin. Maya is Dorian's aunt in Moesha. Mo- Kim is Moesha's best friend and she's in the Parkers. I'm like, this is a very loose universe, but I never connected all of that. Well, I guess <laughs> it's just because all of it is Mara Brock Akil. Mar- what was yeah. her last name? I don't know. But anyway, it's all she Mara. She did a show in a minute. Has she? Um, She did. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Gabrielle Union. That show's been over for a minute, too. Being Mary Jane. I couldn't think of the name of the show for the longest. She did that. Um, I heard her in an interview, and she said that she doesn't remember whose idea it was for Tony to not call Jabari by his name, but she was it's like... It's the only likable thing about her. Huh? <laughs> it was one of the only likable things about her. It was just oh, funny. I like Tony. <laughs> but she um but she was like everybody like they just had a running list. And like every mm-hmm. time somebody thought of a new name, they just added to the list. <laughs> and how much fun they had around just that one thing of like coming up with different names. My favorite is Jujube and Jumanji. <laughs> Those are my favorites. <laughs> I like Jimboree too. <laughs> I do that with my suitor's ex. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so we're going to move along to um, our current events. So we all know that Walmart is not here for morals ever. <laughs> but earlier this year, Walmart pulled guns and ammunition from store floors. In response to anticipated civil unrest in the election. Well, apparently they don't care. So now the guns are back in stores. <laughs> uh, a spokesperson for Walmart said the civil unrest from earlier this week remains geographically isolated. So they've made a decision to begin returning these products. And so they're quick to snatch the products when like a school shooting or something big happens. And then they're like, mm, just kidding. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, I, and the funny thing is, the article, um, the tweet came out about Walmart pulling the guns and stuff off the shelf. And I'm telling you, as soon as I saved it to my pod notes, I'd be goddamn if the next one didn't come out saying, oh, never mind. They changed mm-hmm. their mind. And I'm just like, 
I mean, I don't understand why guns and ammunition are right there by the Rice Krispies in the first place. Now, I do understand what Walmart is for a lot of, ur- not urban, a lot of rural areas that Walmart is literally all you have sometimes. So I do get that, but mm-hmm. I just wish that they could have stuck to that decision. Yeah, but they don't have morals. They right. don't even pay their people a living wage. And you expect them. To I work. mean, exactly. What 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 was I thinking? I blame me. Yeah, I blame me. <laughs> I'm contemplating a thing about guns, but I'll bring it up when we go to the, a later story. Okay. So, Twitter is living for Blue Ivy Carter's appearance in her mom's new Ivy Park video. <laughs> and Beyonce knows that we stand for Blue. Probably harder for her. Than Beyonce. <laughs> so Twitter was living for her appearance. So it's a legend Blue Ivy keeping Beyonce in check. I know that's right. <laughs> I just know was Blue Ivy was making Beyonce do some shots over. I could just hear her mom no. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said because they have this shot of Beyonce in the thing where she's like chilling in the tub and the uh, voiceover is saying, you know, I always try to make sure I find some time for me. And then this thing, you know, you see blue coming in the door and it's really quick. Like the, sh- the shot in the visual is really quick. But someone on Twitter said, blue busting in there while Beyonce in the tub to tell Beyonce she better come get these damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> And I love the stories we make up for. I know. <laughs> what are Blue thinking? <laughs> they were like, Blue came in there tell me, I say, Sir, biting again. <laughs> <laughs> I will never get over y'all saying that baby look like he bite because that is all I can see now. <laughs> right. I just, um, a few weeks ago, there was this, I think it was for some, what do you call it? music award show and so beyonce was like why does snoop dog carry umbrella and she's like for drizzle and be uh blue was like no mom please don't say that <laughs> and then here comes a voice from him from his tina and she's like girl you you don't even look good like put some makeup on put on a dress and so beyonce trolling the both of them is in like pageant attire with the fireplace in the background telling yes. the joke and i'm like yes this whole Three generations of dragging each other. <laughs> I, lo- I, I mean, honestly, we love Beyonce, but we go up for Blue. I mean, if it ever came down between... First of all, anybody who makes me choose between Blue and Beyonce is a sadist. But right. <laughs> if I had to pick, I'm going with Blue. I'm just letting y'all mm-hmm. know. Like, right. Blue runs the girls. I just feel like we right. all know this. Yeah. I just need Blue to tell her mama to get in the studio and do some work. <laughs> Though, I think I was shown an article. I didn't read it because I wasn't happy with the headline that Beyonce wants to, like, slow down and spend time with her family. And I'm like... <laughs> well, we have to let her. Because I did the same thing. I was like, mm, what do you mean she lets Blue go to recording sessions with her? We ain't heard shit. And then I'm like... Calm down, girl. Let the well, girl spend she time with her kids. An album that she we've hasn't. wanted since twenty since Trump became president. I think she's she like hasn't. 
punishing us for Trump being president. <laughs> I feel like she mad at us because we, we have we a forgiven Jay. But oh. we don't have the same kind of relationship with him. <laughs> it's not right. our fault. And you keep trying to push him on us. And we don't like that. Right. We don't like that. <laughs> this is why she won't give us that help. <laughs> <laughs> it is. She keep trying to make us like that boy. God damn. <laughs> Force that man upon us. <laughs> It's fine. I'll just wait for Blue to come up with an album. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, she she's like, well, it's my <laughs> she's like, it's my fortieth. So I had my family like quarantine, and everybody got tested, and I flew everybody out to Island, and I just had such a great time, and I'm so glad I could do this in this time. And everybody else was like, "Bitch, we <laughs> we just at home." <laughs> it's not even that. It's just so fucking irresponsible. It's just, it's just... well, like she health wise, it was fine. Like she made people quarantine. She did the whole testing thing so i get it it was just tone deaf because it's like the rest of us <laughs> health wise it was not fine chloe was sick and still went like it wasn't even fine health wise and all yeah. of these people that you're putting in jeopardy that work there it's just mm-hmm. but i it, read the room mm-hmm. read the room somebody <laughs> it's like she just like to remind us that we're poor all the time <laughs> like people are literally and you know you know how passport twitter is and mm-hmm. every listen i don't care if you all go somewhere with your family first of mm-hmm. all i get it and i get one to go somewhere and pretend things are normal for a while if I, I won't, I'm not saying I would do that if I could, but I get someone with the means to do it, doing mm-hmm. it. However, keep that shit to yourself. Like people are literally dying. People are, people have lost their jobs. People don't know what's going to happen. Now. Like, it's just like, keep it to yourself. There was no need to have to tell everybody. So this is a part of what brought me joy this week because the <laughs> memes that followed and they all you used, drag her. listen, and they all used her caption and it was so funny. Uh, the Museum of Modern Art even got in on it, which I think I retweeted. They, they did several posts. They did several uh, posts about it. Um my favorite one was someone posted a scene from the Red Wedding of uh, Game of Thrones, which, Doyen, <laughs> the Red Wedding is when everybody dies. Like, everybody just dies. I've heard it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, another one of my favorites, a podcast that I love to listen to, I mean, when I'm not listening to this one, is uh, Myths and Legends, and they posted, like, different different gothic gore scenes from <laughs> different, like, myths and legends like everybody got in on it and it was just wonderful it was wonderful somebody posted somebody po- it didn't matter the picture it was funny it didn't even matter what they posted with it somebody posted pictures from the fire festival and that shit that was still funny up. yes like and, it didn't um, even matter 
What was the one with the guy with Wilson? Castaway? Yeah, Castaway! <laughs> like, it doesn't That's even like... matter the picture. It was still funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did the most, but it's still funny. But literally, <laughs> my grandkids are going to be like, how did you make it through 2020? I'd be like, memes. <sighs> memes. <laughs> memes. I followed memes someone. Me. I followed someone today purely because someone else that I already follow retweeted him. And purely because he said, I know it's about to get heavy, so I'm dedicating these next few days to simply posting things that are going to make you laugh. And I said, sir, mm. you have earned yourself a follow. <laughs> Thank Please you for your service. Send him to me. Um, I think yeah, it's one of so. your friends that I followed because she's your friend who retweeted him. Oh. But I'll send it when I find yeah. it. <laughs> I... I'm figuring out like my tomorrow self-care plan. I said I was going to bake because I think that would give me something to look forward to in tomorrow. Tomorrow being election day. And so I'm going to make myself a pea cheesecake. And I've been watching Christmas movies today, but I'm probably going to watch more Christmas movies tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and take a bath and I'll decide if I want to check in on the results. I probably will, but... um I, tomorrow is all about making sure that I'm in a good place. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Um, I actually was trying to, so I'm reading, as you know, I'm reading cast and I was wanting to go ahead and finish it up because, so mm. I can start on um, <laughs> our next book. And mm. I just thought I cannot do this this week. I was reading last night and I was like, I cannot do this this week. I just, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I, t I took off of work for two days, but I'm starting to feel like I should have taken off all week because mm -hmm. even today, like I almost slapped the old bitch today. <laughs> <laughs> and like even one of the, one of the secretaries, <laughs> one of the secretaries like called my name because she was like, she was like, you were in a trance and I really thought you were finna hit her. <laughs> I was like, you should have been a little closer. Her ass was going to get backhand. <laughs> yeah, you know it was just ugh, ugh. But anywho, back to the memes. We love them. We appreciate y'all for them. Y'all doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wendy Williams, uh, I guess she had recent strange behavior on her shows, and then a lot of people started expressing concerns about her behavior and health. So she's actually taking a break from the show to receive treatment for her Graves' disease symptoms. She said, I do appreciate you putting in the effort to watch us. And I love entertaining, you know. It's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> You're a tough, tough crowd. Um, and so, yeah. And I think that we all should take a hiatus <laughs> and rest and not be around each other. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, um, prayers up for Wendy. Um, when you have a disease, especially like it seems seemingly invisible sometimes, um, it is so important to like focus on that still and make sure that you're okay. And it's hard when it is like a lifelong disease and you're just always going to have it. And sometimes you're just like, fuck it. I don't want to do anything. By the way, today is National Diabetes Day. But <laughs> it's, it's easy to be like, fuck it. I don't feel like doing it. But at the same time, you know. I don't it's know there, what to say 
Because I was about to say happy, but then I don't think that's something <laughs> I'm supposed to say happy such and such a day for. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what to say other than I love you, I support you, and I think the United States, I think the way that the United States handles insulin is a fucking crime. A, it's yeah. a crime against humanity, it's a crime against the Geneva Convention Code, whatever, and mm-hmm. it. I think I put in a tweet once that capitalism is literally killing us, literally killing mm-hmm. us. Insulin, yeah. something your body fucking needs to just exist. <laughs> like, All right. like the lifelong impact. Like, I'm giving you money my whole life. Do you have to jack this up all the time? But at the same time, like with me and my insulin pump, I have like technology that makes it so much easier for me to like control my diabetes without having to actively control it. Yeah. And so I feel horrible for the people who can't afford this stuff. This stuff isn't cheap. And so it's like one of those situations where poverty kills again. Like they have the technology out there so that we could live long lives without um, complications but you have to pay to play. Which is dumb. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what's going on with Wendy. Um... So I don't want to be this person, but I do think she blames a lot on her illness that may Mm -hmm. not be her illness. It may be cocaine. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) It wasn't, wasn't, but it was (laughs) because she, because she has like in the past, you know, she'll say, you remember when she like fainted, when she had on that Statue of Liberty costume and fainted? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. she blamed that on the Graves' disease. But then she turned around and said, well, y'all know I've had a history with cocaine, so I'm living in a sober house. So it's like, well, girl, yeah. which one is it? And it could be both. It could, it could very well be both. But yeah. I just found it very telling that her staff is like they're afraid to talk to her they're they are afraid to even address some of the issues because she's lashing out at them so i don't know that's not good i love you as a person wendy i don't like your antics but i love you as a person i want you to be (laughs) healthy (laughs) so this article i think i read about it a couple weeks ago but it's hilarious so in the queer penguin community there has been drama (laughs) so what happened was like two gay lovers with a reputation for trouble stole an entire nest of eggs from a neighboring lesbian couple at the same zoo and it just seems like it just seems like what gay people would do (laughs) (laughs) like Jack on Will and Grace (laughs) within the queer penguin community and large fostering eggs is really common on multiple occasions zoo and aquariums have gifted unhatched eggs to gay and lesbian couples exhibiting behavior that suggests they're desperate for a chick like building mock nests out of puppets which is so sad but it's kind of cute penguins are that bitch i love them <laughs> but rather than demanding the same of their caretakers one pair of african penguins which i'm like don't come for african <laughs> took the matter into their own claws by just snatching the eggs <laughs> from the two I mean, mothers to be. <laughs> you do what you gotta do. 
But they've been sharing caregiving activities, taking turns, keeping the eggs warm, and foraging for fish. I thought that was cute. It's just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just imagine the, uh, the tea that is spilling in that community. <laughs> so, I thought, as I was reading, I thought, well, what do they do? Like, there has to be traumatizing for them when the eggs don't hatch because I just assumed that these are eggs that were not fertilized since they're gay unless they are doing it like in a lab or something and so further down you read and I I deduced from the article that in some situations that is indeed what they're doing um, but as you, as I read on down this, <laughs> this couple, the guys, it's not their first time doing this. And the last time they did it, it was an egg that didn't hatch. And like, I know that they're penguins, but I just feel like that traumatized them. Yeah. Cause it's like, um, hatch carriage. Yeah. Like they, they so wanted, <laughs> you know, that little baby. Mm. But I just and, found like, that once funny. it's fertilized, the do penguins sit over the the eggs anyway so it's just like if it's fertilized they can go ahead and just you know warm I it took, up I took from the article that some zoos do do that yeah but uh, these penguins did not um <laughs> and then it said that this is not their first time stealing an egg so apparently the last time the the one that they had, they stole it. So they're not giving mm-hmm. you a chance to fertilize an egg and give it to them. But it said the last <laughs> time they stole an egg that they were like, <laughs> they had to face repercussions. And I just want to know what those repercussions were. That makes me sad. Like, did they like starve them? Well, I'm sure they did not starve them. Like, Or like reduce their snacks? I'm sure it wasn't. I mean, this is a zoo. Which zoos aren't sanctuaries, Chris, but I feel like they're there to love on them. I am i don't know what it was, but I want to know what it was. Like, did they have to go to Penguin Jail? I, I, was, I can deal with, like, a semi-firm finger wagging. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> Just give them their baby. Yeah, but they also stole from the lesbian couple. So, like... I don't know. They need to fight with the gays. Give them their baby. (laughs) Both of them are gays. (laughs) The lesbians are gays. The guys are gays. The boy gays. (laughs) No, everybody needs to face some form of repercussion. But I do hope that the listen at me like you really can like put a penguin on house (laughs) arrest. But I hope that they follow some of the other zoos and start fertilizing some eggs for them. Yeah, yeah, they could. Give them their own eggs so they don't have to steal somebody else's egg. They say it. Fuck that. <laughs> right. We'll yeah, need no up. handout. <laughs> Jaguar Wright has been making some wild claims in the media Jesus. lately. This time she targeted Tevin Campbell in an interview with Real Life Productions, claiming he used to be a sex worker. She said, How does a boy with a voice like that that had the records that he had? that could have easily transformed into one of the greatest male vocalists of all time, end up prostituting himself for drugs and change on Hollywood Boulevard. How does that happen with a gift like this? Sis. (laughs) Sis. (laughs) 
So Tevin threatened to take legal action against her in a series of now deleted tweets. So I guess he's not doing it because she deleted it. But <laughs> no, he's yeah. he he's took he took action. The articles just said he threatened. Uh, further down in the article, <laughs> he went on and did what he had to do. Um, I'm at the about the author section. And before that, it said he threatened. Okay, so um, <laughs> I was fully prepared to come on here and like drag Jaguar because she really been like screwing up lately. Like she's just been talking out the side of her mouth. She everybody know I love Mary J. Blige. She really pissed me off when she came for Mary. Um, but the more I thought about, it, I was like, you know what? She probably has something going on with her. Maybe mm-hmm. her mental health isn't all that great um, because she's just being outlandish now. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's kind of like, uh, what's the other one? Orlando or whatever his name is. Yeah. He, and then they came out and said he's just a crackhead. Well, and, and well, now, you know, he says he's a pastor now. You know, crackheads make good pastors. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, no, I, I, I get what you're saying and I agree. I, I know, I personally know guys that have like lived a life, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily been on crack, but they've lived a life and they've mm-hmm. not been squeaky clean their entire lives. And they do make good pastors because they're not judgmental. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, I hope that Orlando is doing well. And I hope that Jaguar is doing well. I hope that she gets it together, but I want her to shut her fucking mouth because yeah. don't come for Mary. <laughs> well, even Tevin, you remember when everybody dragged the fuck out of Lovey? Because <laughs> she came for Tevin like, don't play. We don't play about Tevin. We know. <laughs> and the thing about Tevin is that he has been very open about what all he went through when he was in denial about his sexuality and you know, mm-hmm. drugs being in play and everything. Like, he's been very open about it. So, mm-hmm. he's just like, bitch, you either tell the story I told or shut your mouth. Right. Nah, did nobody ask you for all that. And I used to, lo- when I tell y'all I used to love Jaguar, right? I used to be so mad at the industry, in air quotes, because I feel like they didn't promote her well. She was pregnant when her album came out. I just felt like they didn't promote her well. And I was so... She was she was coming out right at the beginning of that big neo-soul wave. So I really like... Really liked her. I love her version of Love and Need and Want You more than I like to hear Patty sing it. Like, I love her version better. Such a talented girl. But... Yeah. You ripped your drawers with me when you came for Mary. Yeah. And Alicia, because I'm starting to like her again, because she's singing in her register again. (laughs) (laughs) I like... You know what made me like Alicia was that Unplugged um, album slash show. You remember MTV Unplugged? Mm -hmm. And she did one. And she did one after actually they had stopped even doing MTV Unplugged that was what made me fall in love with her 
I really wasn't feeling Alicia like that. And then um, one of my line sisters had me listening to the CD. We, why were we on our way to the club listening to Alicia Keys? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to go to sleep in the club. <laughs> that, was, that was not on the way to the club music. But yeah. And yeah. after that, I just, I fell in love with her. Her album from probably 2010, 29, 2010, I really liked. Um, but then I was like, Please leave me alone with this falsetto shit. And then this kind of round of music this year, she went back to alto. And I was like, I appreciate you because come on, this is our range. Come on, <laughs> come yeah. on over here. At one time, <laughs> I thought something was happening with her voice, and it may have, but because mm. it was just really off. It's just falsetto. Yeah. But if you think about like her starter music, was very alto. And I'm like, girl, come on. Come on, babe. Even when she was singing in a not falsetto, even when she was singing in what should have been her range, it just... Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was... It wasn't. <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe it. It wasn't. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so next up. um, I'm going to start this article with just saying what happened. So, basically, um, Kamala came into Texas to campaign a bit because Texas is come almost becoming a swing state. And so they were driving from San Antonio to Austin and all of these MAGA KKK members, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, I, they, you, you have said nothing wrong. <laughs> yes, they were flooding the bus trying to like push it off the road and stuff like that so they actually had to cancel their thing and I'm like oh so we're back in the 1960s and so they actually forced one of the campaign drivers off of the road and it was literally like 50 to 1 police like the trucks to police um in that area and so you know it was so dangerous and so scary and then this motherfucker who does not deserve to be our fucking president retweeted it and was like, I love Texas. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I just, at this point, I don't understand how so many people still think he deserves to be America's president. I just don't. It is not, you're trying to make logic where there is none you're trying to find the logic in the illogical there is none it has nothing to do with his ability to be president it is purely racism that is the bottom black ass line i don't give a fuck how long you your mama your daddy been been vote republican i don't give a goddamn if you think that if he is who you vote for it is because you are a racist, period, full stop. I used to say it is because you are a racist or you're okay with racism. It's not even mm-hmm. that part anymore. Full stop, you are a racist. That that's, that's the bottom line. And I really didn't even want to like talk about this topic. I didn't want to talk about what happened, but I felt like... I felt like lately I've been doing a lot of that. I've been doing a lot of not putting topics on the show because, um, I'm it's because hard. because it's hard. And um, but I want to be 
responsible, I guess. Um, I don't know the word, but I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, but y'all get it. So, um, yeah. And watching that clip, like I was clenching my teeth and holding my breath. And I don't know what I would have done had, I know what I would have done. I would have been crying for one. Mm -hmm. Like I would (laughs) have, I mean, that was so fucking scary. Like, Mm -hmm. and how is this okay? How is this okay? Yeah. And when I said I was starting to rethink, like, I grew up with a father that just did not care for guns. We didn't even have water guns growing up. So I have not been a big fan of guns. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't know if I'm safe. Yeah. Being in this country, looking how I look. I have mentioned. And I don't even like shooting guns. And I'm still like, I feel like I have to get one. Um, my mom has a couple of guns and I mentioned to her that I felt like I need one and she still says that I don't. (laughs) (laughs) She, (laughs) she says like, she was like, girl, you are too emotional. You are too trigger hat. She's like, you, she's like, it'll be me coming into the house and you'll shoot me because that's how bad your nerves are. (laughs) She's like, you're too scary. You too, all this other stuff. But, she did tell me to consider getting like a really good stun gun. And like you can get the kind that shoot out so you don't have mm-hmm. to get close to the person. Um, yeah, my friend was bringing up a taser that looks like a gun and it yeah. also shoots out. And that might be yeah. a better thing. Like I'm on the other side where like I have an extreme fear of ever having to pull the trigger on somebody. Like I just don't want to ever be in that situation. Right. But right. I would time, hesitate. I would hesitate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I actually. So. Which is weird because I'll be watching the movie. I'm like, pull that trigger. No, that's me. I'd be like, I'm getting so mad. I'd be like, why you ain't kill him yet? Kill him. Kill him. Why hesitate. <laughs> I was just watching uh Fargo last night, and I was like, Carmita should have been dead. I was talking to Chris Rock's character, and I was like, you should have been killed him. You should have been. And yeah, you need to kill the brother too. He wants you to kill his brother. It's a setup, but you should have been kill him. Kill him. <laughs> but, but I would hesitate. I would. Yeah. And um, right. I, on the other hand, grew up around guns, but I grew up around big guns because I grew up in the country mm-hmm. and my people hunt. Like I grew up mm-hmm. in the house and I know I've mentioned this on the show before. I grew up in the house where my uncles got up like four or five o'clock in the morning and went hunting before they went to school. So like, that's what I grew up around. I grew up around shoot. I mean, I I know how to shoot a gun. I know mm-hmm. how to shoot a shotgun. I had my own BB gun. Um, well, it wasn't my own. It was my uncle's. And when he moved, when he graduated and moved out, he left it, and I claimed it as my own. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I am. I am used to guns, but. They do make me very nervous. Yeah. And I I am all for sensible gun control. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for you to have an Uzi. It's just not a reason. Yeah. Or like stockpiling ammunition. Right. Otherwise. 
And that's what's happening right now is probably why Walmart opened things back up is because it's the brink of an election. We possibly might go Democratic. So people are trying to buy as much ammunition as they can buy right now before they're afraid that the gun rules will happen and they won't have anything. Mm-hmm. But that ha- amidst that-, that, I feel like racists are just buying shit because they're about to cut the fuck up. I mean, I really feel like it's going to be, I just felt like it was in my best interest to stay in my home the next few days, no matter mm-hmm. what the results are. Yeah. Um, My neighbors next to me, all of a sudden have put up a Trump sign. They ain't had no sign all this time. All of mm-hmm. a sudden yesterday, you've put up a Trump sign. Mm-hmm. I just... I just felt like it was in my best interest just to, and and I'm saying I'm going to remain in my home. I might remain at Granny's because yeah. I'm going there with her to go vote, and um, I might just stay there a couple of days. I really don't know what I'm gonna do. Of course, she probably gonna mm-hmm. have the heat set to hell, and I will probably be coming back <laughs> home. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You already know. I don't know why old people love their heater, but they do. So, you know. <sighs> My heat would be set to hell, but I don't know what my heater is doing right now. It just keeps running, and it's just blowing cold air at me. And I asked maintenance to come out, and they're like, oh, well, it was just this one thing. And then it's still blowing cold air at me, so now I have to call them again. Is it gas or electric? It's electric. Hmm, I don't know, but yeah, make them come again. Right. Because did it snow? It's running all day, and it's probably charging me electricity. Has been running all day for yep. like a week. Yep. Did it snow um a couple of weeks ago in your no, area? It's just cold as hell. I don't know, like you know, you, so you know, geography is not my thing. But I have <laughs> a cousin in El Paso, and it was snowing there. I don't know what that is in relation El Paso to you, but is. Clear on the other side of Texas, almost leaving Texas. <laughs> like going towards California or coming back towards Mississippi? Going towards California. It's okay. like almost in um, New Mexico. Okay. And it snows real easy in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. See, I had no idea. <laughs> when I see things that happen in Texas, I'm like, hmm, is this affecting Doyen? And it's probably like, because my uncle lives in Laredo and he said something the other day, but I know that that is close to. El Paso is like almost Mexico. And I know Laredo is almost Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did know that it wasn't close to you, but still, when he said something, I was like, I wonder if this is affecting Dorian. <laughs> this is um my friend in New Jersey will be like, hey, I heard a hurricane hit. I was like, that's down there. Like four <laughs> hours down there. I'm good up here. <laughs> Girl, we just love you. That's all it is. <laughs> Texas is a really big state. <laughs> but I appreciate your concerns. Okay. So a man in Florida was mauled after paying $150 for a full contact experience with a black leopard. It's not funny. I'm sorry, y'all. It's hilarious because why the fuck? <laughs> He's undergone two surgeries being attacked by the animal on August 31st. Um, and I don't know why you thought you could play with a full-grown leopard. I mean, so the first thing that threw me off was $150. 
Okay, mm. so he must didn't watch Tiger King. <laughs> mm. Because Joe Exotica charged way more than that for you to get to pet a tiger. Like I'm, yeah, that's a baby tiger. That's not even like I mean, if you go if you go play with an adult cat, I just feel like they're gonna charge you more because they've put money into training this cat. Not that I'm gonna pet an adult cat, but I'm just saying if you tell me it's $150. That's my. That is the only red flag I need. That is not enough money. People be it's paying like a like, Groupon for petting a tiger. Exactly. <laughs> People be paying two or three thousand dollars, and here you paying one hundred and fifty. That don't sound right. Then, mm. now, I I couldn't tell doing it. You look at the picture and you tell me, because his on the on the article, the picture he his head is bandaged, but it looked like he mm-hmm. black. Yeah. Uh, I was like, first I was like, is that a diaper? And then, um, yeah, he does look black. I'd be so disappointed. It's not a lot of color. It's a very dark image. But um, I'd be so disappointed when it's us. <laughs> right. Like, we're supposed to know better. We ain't supposed to be thinking we can go play with no goddamn cheetah or whatever it was. Like, come Listen, on. I feel like we're a cautious race. Like, <laughs> we are. You know, we don't feel like we're invincible because we're not. <laughs> That's how we're saying how he thought he could roll up on a leopard. He really did. Full contact. Like, oh. put, like, a fence between y'all and just, like, put your hand up to the fence and let the let it walk too close for that for $150. Something. <laughs> like, good Lord. I would definitely play with a baby. And I know you're not supposed to, but I'm just saying. If I had, if I was somewhere and they handed me a baby cheetah, I would cradle it and love it all day long. And then he admitted to investigators that he knew what he did was illegal. So it's like, how you, uh, you can't even really sue the people, can he? Well, sorry, the owner of the animal house knew what he did was illegal so he's been received two citations for allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and with maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition causing extension damage extensive damage that poor Um, that poor cat probably hadn't been eaten right did you ever watch tiger king I watched like three episodes. I'm it really takes... bad at watching. Well, no, that's okay. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, like, they showed how much it takes to feed these animals. Like, it takes a mm-hmm. lot. They... I felt bad because, like, the employees would have to buy, like, or steal some of the, like, yeah, yeah, rotten meat from Walmart to eat. And I yeah. was like, you charge a two thousand dollars to somebody to see a cat, and you pay these people like. $12 an hour. And he was paying all, he was charging all of that but as you can see he really wasn't making a whole lot of money because it takes so much to take to care of the animals. Yeah. And so it's like, if all of you charging is $150 that is red flag number one, two, three, and four. The moral of this story is to not have cats big or small. That's right. Wait, wait. That was not <laughs> <laughs> see i personally i i i fancy myself a dog person but i grew up with cats and dogs and we had an indoor cat for a little while um mm-hmm. i later realized that it was a tom cat that it was a guy it was a boy cat and that 
I I thought my cat was special. Like he was super smart because he would leave and be gone for like weeks, maybe even months, and then come back. And then when I was older, I learned and realized that's what boy cats do. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I wanted it. Like I'm not as much of a cat hater as like the average person is, but I was reading, they're talking about them scratching furniture and that's where... (laughs) <laughs> i swear we broke ways and i was like okay cool not a cat <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think i want a cat in my home even though they are like they're so much easier than dogs in the house because i've had a dog in the house too growing up and cats are so much easier but i don't know both of us can't have an attitude see i have a cat dog so you do. <laughs> you do have a cat dog. <laughs> I have the best of but, both worlds. But Roxy is just, Roxy just, she knows she better than you. And it's time for you to accept that and understand yeah. that you were put here to serve her. Bottom line. Like a cat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yesterday we took our Christmas pictures and girl. Oh, I, mean, like, Roxy, I can't sit. wait. And she sit, and then she pop back up, and I'm like, "But <laughs> so, I can't wait to get these pictures." But I'm just like, "I can't wait." The best picture was like I was sitting on the floor, and then she came and sat beside me, and that was like the best pictures that the photographer got of her wait. by herself because she wouldn't sit. Did she dress up for Halloween? No, these were for our Christmas pictures, so we were both. Yeah, I heard that, but I'm asking, did she did she dress up for Halloween? Yeah, she had a Halloween dress for Halloween. Okay. Okay. It was a pumpkin dress, and I had a pumpkin costume. So well, we you didn't send patch. it to me, even though I you know am. how much I love her, so... I'm apologize. Let me go send it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break to listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All righty. And we are back from our little break with our sponsors. And we're going to diddy bop right on over to our someone something. Someone something. Okay, okay. (laughs) So you're going to wait till after. I got you, I got you. Because I kept watching you to see, like, if you... Wait. Y'all, doing it is so extra. You have changed your background. So you changed it once. And then I happen to look up and you've changed it now again. Yes. <laughs> so is that where you want to be? You're doing wishful thinking? <laughs> yes. Manifesting. Listen, listen, I feel like, I mean, I feel like you make enough money to Kim Kardashian us. <laughs> yes, she said. I know you looked at me like, uh. <laughs> listen, I, I can will Kim Kardashian postcard us. I will I can, listen. I I will take a COVID test. I will I will I will make sure that I'm. I got plenty of days. Okay, I can sit at home mm-hmm. for a few days, and you can just Kim Kardashian us and whisk us away to an island. And the beautiful part about it, guys, is we're not gonna post it all over the internet telling y'all. I mean, we're gonna post pictures because I gotta get them pictures off. But what I'm saying is, we're not gonna brag about it like. This is what we did. I'm just going to post the pictures and y'all just going to have to guess. <laughs> okay. So I live close to the lake and that's kind of like an island. 
<laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I said Listen. Kim Kardashian, not Rob. You, I don't want, I don't know. <laughs> you know We're not on Rob budget. <laughs> I, I'm on a Rob budget at best. <laughs> Listen, I ain't even got Rob budget while, budget while I'm tripping on him. <laughs> okay. I'm Instagram cousin Kiki Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> Have you been enjoying um, Nori's Black Book on Instagram? So, sometimes I see it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why do I follow this? <laughs> so. Because she always, she always uses like a real picture. Mm-hmm. And then she. <laughs> it's just like a select few white people on my timeline. I'm like, why are y'all here? Like, um, I followed the um, prime minister in New Zealand. And I'd be like, who the fuck is this white person on my timeline? Yes. Um, I love her because we both have the same... Well, her first name is my middle name. So I don't know why I'm not following her, actually. Because... Is her first name Nicole? Oh, no. (laughs) I come from a generation where all black women are Nicole or Renee by the middle name. Oh, wait, do I have the right, wait, okay, now I have to, okay, I, I, I have to Google now because I, maybe I have the wrong person. New Zealand? I don't know how to spell Zealand. Z-E land. That's your heart. <laughs> Z-E? Yeah. Like... Yeah, her, her first name is my middle name. That's right. I was right. <laughs> I was just guessing because... <laughs> Hey, my sister's middle name. All the black girls I know. (laughs) My sister's middle name. That's your middle name. (laughs) You didn't know that was my middle name. (laughs) It is. (laughs) My sister's middle name is Nicole. But I just want to say I named her. I was in the first grade. I don't know why my dad and my stepmom let me name her, but they did. And I named I gave her her first name because I wanted both she's my she's my first sister so i wanted both of our first names to start with the same letter and i named mm-hmm. her nicole as her middle name because i knew how to spell nicole <laughs> <That's> my, <laughs> that is literally why i picked nicole <laughs> i named my nephew i think i was 18 uh, maybe 17 but um truth be told i named him isaiah because my friend was dating Isaiah, and I thought that was a cute name. <laughs> oh, Lord. I never told my sister that until, like, recently. <laughs> it's a cute name. <laughs> I named my sister. I was six or seven. I was in the first grade when she was born. And I named my brother. Mm-hmm. I was in the fifth grade when he was born. And, right. um, again, I don't know why they let me do that. I don't either. His middle, <laughs> his middle name is like the state. I don't I don't know why they let me do that, but they did. So <laughs> <laughs> I love I love my siblings though. Um and I'm so thankful that they let me participate. But yeah, I don't know why they let me do that. <laughs> Literally my butt clenched it. <laughs> like, like I was in the fifth grade and I thought I was doing something clever. So there's that. <laughs> I love you, baby. He's my, he was my first baby. Like, I love him. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So on to 
the actual summons, I think. So tonight we're going to talk about Miss Kennedy Carter, who is just doing things. So at 21 years old, Kennedy Carter has made history as the youngest photographer to shoot a cover for British Vogue in its 104 year anniversary or history, whichever. Carter had the privilege of photographing one of her musical idols, Beyonce, for the December 2020 cover. The North Carolina native said she was shocked when she got the job. It feels like it dropped out of the sky, Carter told British Vogue. I'm 21. I haven't really had many opportunities like this. Carter is a fine art photographer who describes her work as showcasing overlooked beauties of the black experience and was handpicked by Vogue's editor-in-chief, Edward Enenful. Sure. Please forgive us, Edward, if we're not saying that correctly. And Beyonce. If he listens to the podcast. He does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Wendy Williams listen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and she was selected by Beyonce as well, who asked for a woman of color specifically for the shoot. Although Carter's aesthetic falls in line with Beyonce's, especially with her recent Blackest King visual album, which uplifted the blackness across the diaspora, Carter still felt shocked due to her perceived inexperience. I thought I would be able to do something at this... I thought I wouldn't be able to do something at this level unless I was older with many years in the game, she told Vogue UK. This is for people at the pinnacle of their careers. The senior African-American studies major at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro told British Vogue that she didn't let nerves get to her during the two-day shoot. She said she was going with the flow, having researched how the star worked, and was surprised at how much control over the shoot Beyonce gave her. I'm surprised too, girl. She said she appreciates the opportunity Beyonce has given her and other artists that may have that may not have been recognized without her platform. This is very true. It's really amazing that she's using her influence to be able to give young girls or young artists rather this experience and allowing their voices to be heard. Carter told British Vogue, she's opening the door for others. Growing up, Carter didn't expect to be a photographer. She only she'd only taken a photography class in high school because she thought it was going to be easy. It wasn't. However, she kept at it and found her passion. She credits Dana Scruggs with getting her work in front of editors. Now that she has Beyonce on her resume, being noticed shouldn't be a problem. But even with her newfound acclaim, she isn't looking to leave her family in Durham to find a big city anytime soon. But she does plan to celebrate them. So we want to celebrate you, Kennedy. And we want to say congratulations to you, Kennedy. Because the the few photos that I've seen thus far from that shoot are hot. Like, they're amazing. Yeah. You want to add anything before buddy. we close it out? As a budding photographer myself, um, photographer is two things. One is having the creative vision, and the two is having the technical knowledge. And she has knocked it out of the park. 
I know a lot of people who have the technical knowledge but lack the creative vision. I have the creative vision, but I lack the technical knowledge. But I think that's still <laughs> better because that means I can get there. And so I love that she, at this point in her time, knocks it out of the park on both. It really is. Um, I wish, well, all the time I wish you and I lived closer to, to each other. But, um, like, we mm-hmm. could be such a tag team because I know how to develop black and white film and I know how to develop color film. I took photography in high school and uh, learned how to operate a dark room. And since then, I've done it um, with, I've done it with some kids teaching them how to do it, how to develop a uh, black and white film and color film. But I have, n- I, I don't, I mean, this is my go-to pose. <laughs> I wish no. y'all could have seen that. <laughs> no. I did, I did the classic black girl, hand on hip, hand behind the head. Like, that's all I know how to do. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I might can call out a few things I've seen on America's Next Top Model, but I just don't have any creative direction. And Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, my best friend and I used to always do our photography projects together because she definitely had the vision and Mm -hmm. I had the technique down pat. Like when she, because we all had to learn how to do the process. When she, her mm-hmm. her photos that she would try to develop, they would come out fuzzy. Mm-mm. My photos were crisp and clean, and I had it. But now, as far as trying to <laughs> be a creative director, no, ma'am. All I <laughs> I'm doing poses for y'all. In case... <laughs> no, ma'am. I can do the people no, pose with the with the peace sign. Like <laughs> that's all I know. Good. Day. That's all I know. You acting like your hometown, and I'm that's all I know. <laughs> I am, I am where I am from. Okay, that is all I know. That is all I know. But we are so proud yeah. of Kennedy. I was it's really so proud. I was really proud and astonished to see that she was so young. Um, so I'm just happy for her, and I think Beyonce does that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. gives. Uh, it's also like, where am I going to find this British Vogue magazine? Um, <laughs> because we need to get some of your work submitted. We're going to, we're going to, we. No, I just want the magazine for my own purposes. I have like every Vogue Beyonce magazine today. But I, but I want you to submit some work. I want you to submit. (laughs) I want you to take photos of my line sister, your sister, and submit. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? I'm dead ass. Because y'all are not going to force me to follow my dreams. I was just about to say, not the way you be pushing me. Not the way you be pushing me. Yes. Okay. I'll push you put your back. blog out, and then I'll. You don't play fair. You don't play fair. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play fair. But okay, we go. We gotta work on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We both gonna work on it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. All right. So we're gonna move on to this week's poor life decision. And I want to say this week, I needed this. <laughs> you can I needed this so hard. <laughs> Your head to the sky. It's not. Wait. 
I got the lyrics yeah. mixed up. <laughs> I don't even know what you're singing. You don't know the optimistic song. You can, as long as you keep your head to the sky, face on the sky. You optimistic. I faintly think I know. I don't remember the optimistic part, but I remember the head to the sky part. Okay. Well, the optimist. <laughs> I, I I think the ti- I don't know the title of the song, but I think the title of the song is optimistic. But mm-hmm. it is, it, it's not the forefront. They just kind of say it like in the background, optimistic, while they're singing the other parts. <laughs> so yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we all know I need to be reminded to be optimistic. Ah, <gasps> ah. Uh, uh, Oh, wait. Optimistic? No. Yeah, I'm an optimistic optimist. No. Mm-mm. I'm singing the letter people. Oh, I was going to say I like to eat apples and tomatoes. No. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's apples and bananas. And so when you get to O, it's opals and bononos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> tomatoes is not a part of that. It's apples and bananas. But the le- listen, you're not gonna you're not gonna shame me on the letter people. So is it once again apples and bananas? I like to oat 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 opals and bananas. When you get to O, it's opals and bananas. Yeah, but like on E, is it apples and Bananas? When you eat, is eat, 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 apples and bananas. You just replace the vowels. <laughs> is there a Y option? <laughs> no, there's not a Y option. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about so much every day. <laughs> we're gonna talk about five easy ways to become an optimistic optimist. <laughs> what you hate doing? What you gonna do if I put um Miss O song as the song for the show this week? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I, I guess because you already played Mariah Carey, you can do what you want. I, don't I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I might put it somewhere in here, but I'm not gonna make it the final song. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, now that you're like a audio genius. You can put a beat to it so you can make a trap optimistic. optimistic. Listen, I have real. Okay, we're going to listen because I believe I can do it. Don't threaten me. Okay, don't try me because I believe I can do it. And I'm going to be off work. So I ain't going to do shit. I believe I can mm-hmm. do it. I have faith. I, I believe you be that shit. You'll be trying to trick me. <laughs> You be trying to trick me because you know, you know, I feel like I can do shit. You can do it. I'm not tricking you. I have faith in you. Okay, guys. So let's talk about how to become an optimistic person. It is widely understood that what happens inside your brain influences what happens to your body and consciously cultivating a positive outlook on life is no different. Looking on the bright side is not always easy, but there are some practical reasons why you should and can adopt an optimistic perspective. Apples and bananas. (laughs) Opals and bananas. (laughs) 
you gotta replace all the vowels. Okay, so let's talk about some of the benefits of being optimistic. When you have a positive mindset on what's ahead, it's easier to feel more enjoyment in the present. Research also shows a strong link between optimism and positive health benefits, such as weight control, healthier blood sugar levels, and a decreased chance for heart disease. The same study conducted by Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine also suggested positivity can play an important role in the adaptation of chronic illness and the adaptation to chronic illness. Although the benefits are striking, it isn't all it isn't always easy to be positive. And I know that I personally have admitted on this show several times that often it's just a lot easier to be negative. It just is. But there are simple ways to train yourself to become more positive with the goal of feeling more happy, content, and calm each day no matter what may be happening in your personal or social life. All right, so let's get it. Step number one, recognize and reflect on a positive event each day. This can take the form of a simple mental acknowledgement, a journal entry, or even can be brought up during a conversation among friends. A daily gratitude journal is also a great way to promote consistently positive thinking. Um, I try to do this, and sometimes I have to get real basic with it. Um, I know I've mentioned on the show before of me doing the 100 Days of Happy. I've done it twice. I did it one time for myself. I did it another time because one of my line sisters wanted to do it. Um, But yeah, just picking out something that makes you happy for that day. Um, have you tried this practice before doing and just trying to pick out one thing today that made me happy? Yeah, I did a hundred days happy before. And then even like yesterday, I was like, you know what made me happy? Mariah Carey said I could listen to Christmas music. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And I started my day off with all I want for Christmas is you. That's right. That made me happy. (laughs) That's right. And sometimes, like, I have to get, because I try to find something positive in every day. And that's not to say that I look at every day as negative, because I don't. Most of my days are great. Mm But lately, I, you know, have to, sometimes you just really have to try. And um, it mm-hmm. gets real basic. Like, it's like, um, well, I have a steady supply of my favorite pencils. <laughs> so, that is what I, I, I didn't wear my pants inside out today. <gasps> so, I didn't have to put them back on right. <laughs> Go ahead. Because okay. I have yoga pants with pockets. And sometimes it's hard. Because the the tag disappeared because it was like one of those like tag labels yeah and then it you know rubs off and then you don't really know it's a gamble when you put your pants on sometimes so i 100 <laughs> percent put my panties on the wrong side too often to tell people <laughs> Like, it's because I know I've mentioned on here before that I do get dressed in the dark. It's not the dark, but it's not light. It's mostly because my room needs to be cleaned and I don't want to see my room look a mess. So I just don't turn the light on. Anywho, um, yeah. And, but the other day I wore uh, my top, 
excuse me, my top was on <clears throat> inside out. How the hell <laughs> I made it all the way to the car before I noticed that because <laughs> like <laughs> I put my top on before I do my hair or my brows. So I was back in the bath, and my bathroom is well lit. So I'm back in the bathroom, back in front of the mirror. But anyway, child, I didn't even notice it till I got in the car. And I had to take my shirt off in the car, and I had the garage door <laughs> open. So if anybody saw it, I hope they had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, every day, just try to pick something that you can make positive each and every day. Um, and I think Doyen, haven't you talked about gratitude journals before? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, maybe start a gratitude journal. Just, you know. Or even start, just number it in your Apple Notes or Android Notes. Yeah. Equivalent. I don't know what that is. But just say one and do today and say one thing. Yeah. And as you continue to do it, when you are in a bad mood, you can That's go right. back and be like, oh, yeah, I do like these things. <gasps> That's exactly what I was going to recommend. Yeah. Okay. So number two, identify a personal strength. Rather than focusing on all the ways you may be falling short or where you've went wrong over the course of a day, try recalibrating to notice your unique personal strengths and how you use them. Maybe it's a hidden talent, area of expertise, or a special personality trait. So, Doyen, do you have a specific personality trait that you like to focus on when things get rough? Or just yeah, like just to remind like yourself vers- of? Yeah, I have versatility, so I yeah. try a lot of things and I fail at a lot of things. But the fact that like I'm still really good at a lot of things is yeah. helpful. And I know that like if I try this and I don't have interest in it anymore, that's fine because I'm going to try something else and be knock it out of the park, so... Yeah, the, and you know what? I'm pretty much the same. Like, when when shit isn't going the way I feel like it should, I pretty much do the same thing and just say, you know what, girl? You are great at a lot of shit, and if you really wanted to, you really could buckle down and master this. So, yeah, I kind of do yeah. the same thing. And I was telling somebody the other day that, like, as children, we accepted failure so much easier. But Girl, now yes. we do things to try to avoid failure. Mm-hmm. Like we pre-discourage ourselves mm-hmm. out of things because we don't want to fail. But like as kids, we failed at things all kinds of times. You know what? We I even s- care. <laughs> I said yes, but to be fair, I was I was a pretty neurotic child. Like I pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was a kid, I was like, <laughs> I was definitely. But even if you think of like. As a baby, we weren't like, oh, I fell once. I'm never walking again. Right. <laughs> you know, things like that. You know, like, we were, we put in the work to be good at things. We put in the work to be good at reading. And, like, if we had waited till we were adults to try to read, could none of us read? Because we wouldn't put our put in that work, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. There's things that we're good at now effortlessly, and we've put years and years in practicing, and we just don't think of it as we put that much of time in practicing it. And so anything we want to do today, it might take that much time, and we're not willing to put that much time in it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tip number three. 
set an attainable goal and note your progress. And yes, we have talked about this before. To start feeling confident, to start feeling more confident and happy, set an attainable goal that you can achieve and celebrating each small increment of progress along the way. We've talked about this before, setting small attainable goals. Um because it's an easy way to boost yourself. Don't set these lavish definitely have a plan. Have a 10-year plan. Have a 20-year plan, hell. But have small incremental goals moving toward that plan that you can easily see yourself mastering because that helps. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been like aware of this since probably 2010. There's this thing called National Novel Writing Month and it's always November. And so (laughs) this year I was like, I'm actually going to do it. And then I was looking up tips to prepare in Pinterest and there's a thing called Preptober where you're supposed to figure out your whole storyline and then November you write. And now I'm like, I have no clue where I'm going. But then today I decided that it's going to be a Christmas novel because okay. I love Christmas movies and there doesn't seem to be a lot of like Christmas romantic fiction. And so that's what I'm going to do. But it's going to be a black Christmas novel and I can't wait. I am just telling y'all right now that I am not looking forward to all the Find Me a Husband by Christmas movies that Doy and Finna make us watch. I watched two today. See, see, I'm telling you, I need to, I need to like link you and Granny up because she loved. I mean, she was so excited. I guess she hadn't noticed, which I don't know how she didn't notice. But she was so excited when I talked to her today. She was like, "Hallmark has started their Christmas movie." So I was like, "Yes, Granny, they." They did that and a couple of weeks came, ago. Why didn't you tell Amazon me? came with their good shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they she was like... Like, they've been, like, showing me, like, Christmas movies all year, but they really came hard now. And, and I hate this time. time of year when all Hallmark does is show Christmas movies because <laughs> I love Golden Girls, and I watch Golden Girls at night to go to sleep, but now I can't because all Hallmark doing is showing Christmas movies. Watch it on Hulu. I don't want to watch Hulu to go to sleep. I just watched the Nick at night, and that's fine. I can watch Friends. I like Friends. I can watch Friends. Mm. I am I not one of those. You rich and you have cable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was like, and I saw some commercials, and they gonna have some new black ones too. <laughs> like she, mm. I need to link so y'all exciting. up because y'all will have the best time. Eating fried fish and watching. Mm, <laughs> oh, she can make my pan trout. Yes, <laughs> she loves pan trout. Y'all will have the best time. <laughs> okay, sign me up for twenty twenty three when COVID is over. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So, tip number four: reframe stressful situations into opportunities to be positive. Okay, this one is a struggle for me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard the saying, when one door closes, a window opens. It's simple, but reappraising an event in a positive light can be an easy way to remember to find the silver lining in difficult situations. It's just really hard mm-hmm. for me to do that in the moment. Almost yeah. everything I perceived as difficult, I can look back and see what the silver lining was. But it's uh, it's hard for me to do that in the moment. But 
this is something I'm going to work on. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of what my therapist is saying. It's just like, it, the amount of time, even in my creative process, I've learned the amount of time I freak out is there's good. I'm going to have a freak out process, but if I can minimize that freak out process where I freak out for five minutes and then do the thing that I said I was going to do, that's leaps and bounds better than like freaking out for an hour, you know? Yeah. And so even if you think of it as like the amount of time you can get to like giving yourself a positive thought yeah, and think of it like that and reframe it into like, okay, let's see how we can crack down this time. I think that works. Okay, tip number five, practice mindfulness. Have you heard us say this before? Yes, you have. When you (laughs) focus on the here and now, rather than the past or future, you open yourself up to better enjoying each day and new experiences. Focus on finding pleasure in all the small moments throughout your day and consciously choose to acknowledge them. Um, we talk about mindfulness so much on the show because it is important. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, someone once explained to me that depression was living in the past and anxiety was living in the future. It was me. (laughs) It was Dorian. So we have (laughs) to practice the mindfulness art of living in the right now. And... Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, I know I'm the type of person, I live in the future a lot. And if I can just Mm -hmm. focus on being mindful of this moment, I could be a much more optimistic person. So um, I think this is really important and it keeps coming up because it's so important. I had to wet my whistle. Speaking of mindfulness, while you're gone, I was singing Christmas carols. <laughs> and then I was like, uh... so I see you let it snow. I was like, you know what? This is a great time for it to snow because I ain't going nowhere. Oh, man. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I have to go vote tomorrow, so. <laughs> I mean, not today, but I'm just saying this is the perfect season for it to snow because I ain't going nowhere. I need a good snowstorm. Listen, I like being snowed in as long as I know ahead of time and as long as it doesn't last too long. Cabin fever. (laughs) I definitely got cabin fever the last time we had a big snowstorm and it was weird because everybody knows I love being at home, but like I was losing my goddamn mind. Like as soon as I thought the road was safe enough, I went to the mall and y'all know I'll never go to the goddamn mall. So, last week when it was so very cold, I started putting clothes on Roxy just so she's not super cold when she has to go. Yeah. Because, like, she'll pee, but she won't poop if she's just too cold. Yeah. And so, she's currently in pajamas that she's been in since this morning. <laughs> Is that helping her? Maybe last night. Is it helping? I mean, she's been going. So. Yeah. 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 So, I had to find her some more warm weather clothing. Yeah. Um. She's a long-haired dog, but I still think she gets the hair, like, the cold. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, to wrap everything up, put your optimism into practice. Change is never easy, but taking a little bit of time each day to recalibrate your mindset can have a serious long-term perspective. I'm sorry. Can have a serious long-term positive impact. 
The smallest adjustments to your thinking and routines can make you more optimistic than ever, whether it comes to you naturally or not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because it doesn't, I mean, honestly, I say I'm not an optimist, but really, I am a realist. And so mm-hmm. I'm not a pessimist. I don't believe in gloom and doom. Um, I, mm-hmm. I try to be optimistic and in a lot of ways I naturally am, but I also tend to like dwell on some things. So I do have to pull myself back. Doyen, do you have anything you want to say to wrap things up? Um, yeah, I try to be more optimistic than like even a realist sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just in my mental health, um, to hope for the best and then if the best doesn't happen then I could just deal with it later but um <laughs> like possibly tomorrow <laughs> but yeah I mean I think it it helps us so much like our brains need positive things yeah. um that's why we have issues like substance abuse because we're trying to like light up that area in our brain that is happy when we could just try to be optimistic and happy and maybe not need that other stuff this the second time you just decided to call me out on the show and i don't understand like we are friends in real life you can tell me this in private i'm talking to you as i talk to myself (laughs) okay so are you ready doyan Yes, we're going to go to the favorite part of the pod, the buy you a dream. Um, I can go first. It's quick and easy. Um, mm-hmm. So this week, I want to buy a drink for the Perfume Chick. So the Perfume Chick is a black-owned um, shop in the D.C. area. And they sell, um, they sell all kind of shit, but, um, I shouldn't, I'm really going to work. I'm supposed to be working on my, my, my language, but in all honesty, I am very tipsy boots right now. So they, language, uh, foul language is just a social construct. Go ahead. Say shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they sell, so they sell, uh, what I buy from them is whipped shea butters. Now, they also have, like, these uh, beard balms and all kind of fragrance oils and things like that. But they have the most luxurious whipped shea butters. And the one that I have tried is the aloe and avocado. Excuse me, the aloe and avocado. And I smell luxurious. Like, it smells all day. And not that I'm trying to, like, toot my own horn or, you know, give, you know, talk to flattery about myself, but it just is what it is. So people have noticed and people stop and ask me what I'm, what I'm wearing, but that's a big deal for someone like me because I literally Mm -hmm. smell good every day because I wear Mm -hmm. perfume every day. Like, you know, everybody doesn't wear perfume every day. But I do. So mm-hmm. for someone to notice that, oh, this is something different and it smells really, really mm-hmm. good. Like, 
they are the bomb. And it makes your skin so soft and supple. And I just like to rub it all over me after a long bubble bath. And there's just nothing you can do with me when I'm wearing my perfume chick whipped shea butter. She has all kinds of fragrances. Um, I just made another order the other day. I ordered another of the aloe and avocado. And I ordered the um, elegant pear. You know, in high school, I was one of those girls that wore that Victoria's Secret pear glacé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My English teacher had to ask me to stop wearing it because she was pregnant and it was making her sick. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I was like, well, girl, what am I supposed to do? Because I got to smell good. And she was like, I really don't care what you do, but don't wear that again. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to buy a round for the Perfume Chick. And, guys, please check them out. That is theperfumechick.com. And it is a black-owned, um, I don't know what to call it, a fragrance shop. She does have soaps and she just has everything. It's in the D.C. area. Check them out. I want to buy a drink for people that vote Democratic in this election. <laughs> That's it. Lord, Which we I all need like... a drink. <laughs> I'm like, did anybody see Kanye on their ballot? Because he definitely wasn't on mine. <laughs> hey, fuck Kanye. I just, I just, oh, oh. We ain't gonna talk about Kanye. I tonight. just feel like he did it for attention because he didn't even get on anybody's ballot. It was too late for him to get on ballots. So he was telling people to write him in, which mm. please do not do that. That is literally throwing mm. away your vote. Um. Yeah. Fuck Kanye Hale. I love him, yeah. or I used to love oh. him, and I'm sure there are some recesses of my heart that still hold a special place for him. I believe in second chances. I believe in redemption, but those things have to be earned, and he has not mm. earned them. And the second thing I wanted to buy a drink for was sports bras, because come on, we're real bras after this pandemic. Today's. <laughs> I just like I don't want my titties touching me, so I wear a sports bra. But um, otherwise, I I don't care. To, like I wore like a real bra the other day, and I was like, "This is gross. I hate it." <laughs> yeah, this is one of the times that I'm really mad that you get to still work from home. So funny enough, <laughs> I am wearing a new bra um today. I ordered several new bras. And, um, I sent in the group chat, I sent Doyen and Becca a picture, like not of my full boob. I've covered the nipple, but I have scratches mm -hmm. on my boob. <laughs> and I don't think it's because of the new bra, because I also had scratches under my lip. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in my sleep. I notice it mm -hmm. after I wake up. Um, and to be honest, I mean, sure, it's probably me. But it's just weird as hell. And what the fuck am I dreaming about? What am I dreaming about that is making me claw at myself? Because I have short nails. So what am yeah. I dreaming about that's making me claw at myself and leave scratches on my boobs and on my face? I don't know what's going on. 
I don't know. But just so you know, if you're my friend, you're going to get pictures of my boobs from time to time. I saw. I just appreciate that she sent us titty pics. I saw, listen, I saw a tweet <laughs> of uh, someone that, or may, or this may have been on Facebook. I don't remember. But it was somebody saying, if you're my friend, one thing about it, you didn't send me Nick. And if you're my friend yeah. and I think something is weird on my body, just expect to get a picture yeah. because I need you to help me analyze this. <laughs> Especially my doctor friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doya, why don't you tell the people how to get in contact with us? We are on the Instagram as Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the name of our Etsy page. No spaces. Just go to Etsy and look that up. Uh, we're on Twitter as PLD Pod. You can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. You can send us um, bird messages, but make sure it's not a bird that we don't like, namely pigeons. I was going to say, we're just owls. And maybe a flamingo. Maybe a flamingo. Let's stick to flamingos, because if I see an owl, I'm going to expect a letter from Hogwarts, and when it's not, (laughs) I'm going to be greatly disappointed. I just think about that little toddler. No, I don't want to be owl. I was like, what do you have against the owls? <laughs> what did the owls do to you? Not a damn thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just reach out to us. Tell us any pro-life decisions you want to talk about. I promise you probably next week I'm going to be talking about seasonal affective disorder again because I like the sun and blue skies. And it's really hard when I don't have that. <laughs> I love dark scri- dark skies, clouds, and rain and thunder. <laughs> Take all of that and add that to my dislike list. <laughs> you got it. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we are so happy that you're still tuning in with us. Um I know a lot of us don't have long commutes anymore, so we just listen to podcasts because we want to, and we appreciate y'all that y'all listen to us just because you want to, and it's not something to pass the day. Um, Take your vitamin D because it is important in these darker times when we're not outside as much just to keep us a little bit brighter and have a little bit more energy. I want you to put that Big Mac truck. Right in this little garage. <sighs> don't forget to take your sunscreen because just because the sun ain't out don't mean that SPF diseases. <laughs> sun rays. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whatever that gives us skin cancer. It's still there. <laughs> I have had so much vodka. So much vodka tonight. See, this is why we don't let you drink hard liquor on your night. Oh. But at least you didn't try the hand chatter. That's all I am. I'm ready for it. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm ready for it. Um, once again, we cannot tell you enough. Check out that Etsy shop. Um, My experience with the Etsy shop is that you're going to always find something that is unique cute gifts you can send for your friends cute stocking stuffers because it's time guys it's time to start going ahead and like because think about it this year more people than ever are going to be ordering gifts for christmas so it's not going to be just me 
So get them something cute. Get them a make contain alcohol shirt or mug because yeah. And um, make sure you talk to us. We talk back. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you want us to cover. We'll be more than happy to do the research and get back to you. Also, please go to um, iTunes. Even if that's not the platform that you listen to Mm -hmm. the show on, just skip on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Five stars because the others do not work. And we will read your review live on the show and you will be internet famous podcast famous that's right um and i cannot say this enough there's so many of you who've left us beautiful reviews y'all know y'all know i i can be a sad sack sometimes and i enjoy reading the reviews because it makes me happy um and but you're leaving us great reviews but you are not (laughs) dming us and letting us know who you are so be sure you let us know who you are so we can send you a wonderful May Contain Alcohol sticker um, mm-hmm. because we love you and we want to share our trinkets with you. Um, same as Doyen said, make sure you're taking your vitamins, make sure you're drinking your water, make sure you're wearing your sunscreen. Thank you for tuning yes. in. We love y'all. I cannot tell you how much we love y'all. Um, <laughs> that is all I have. Doyen, do you have anything else? No, except for Russia thinks they own Venus because they claim they were the first one to like spot it or something like that. Jesus. Anyways. Jesus. <laughs> All right. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Who tryna, who tryna go? Who gon' drop it down like us money on the floor? Who tryna, who tryna bust it for the dollars? Who tryna freak, bring the home, girl, and run it? She my spicy little mama. She let me bust up in y'all.